book of Mark chapter number 10, begin reading at verse number 17. Before I read our text, I just want to give double honor to my pastor and my bishop. Amen. Bishop, uh, you, you put the doctrine in me, and I just want you to know that I will not depart from the faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Be thankful, amen, for the word of God that our pastor and our bishop has so diligently taught us. Hallelujah. We've got to hold on to what has been given to us. Amen. The book of Mark, chapter number 10, verse number 17. And when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. Thou knowest the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, defraud not, honor thy father and mother. And he answered and said unto him, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. And Jesus, beholding him, loved him and said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross and follow me. And he was sad at that saying and went away grieved. For he had great possessions. And Jesus looked round about and saith unto his disciples, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answereth again and saith unto them, Children, how hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God? It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they were astonished out of measure, saying among themselves, When then, or who then can be saved? And Jesus, looking upon them, saith, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all, Things are possible. And tonight, I want to preach, teach with God. With God, all things are possible. Amen. Would you put your Bibles down? You pray with me tonight. Father God, we need your anointing. I pray, Father God, that you would speak to our hearts tonight, God. I pray, Lord, that you would do a great and mighty work in this house, Father God, we've come tonight, Lord, to be changed, Father God. We've come, Lord, Father, that you would add into our faith tonight, Lord. We trust in you. In the name that is above every name, in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. This is, this is a very familiar passage. Uh, you've heard many of messages preached from here. This is, this is a, a common story 
that we read often in the house of God. And this, this young man or this man that came to Jesus, he wanted to know if there was anything that was lacking in his life. And, you know, we, we should. The Bible says that, that we should search out our own salvation, amen, with fear and with trembling. We, we need to, to look at the word of God. We need to examine our lives and our hearts to make sure that we've got things right. And so I don't fault him. Amen. For coming to the master and asking the Lord, Lord, is there anything in my life that, that's lacking? What, 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 what is, is there anything else that I need, I need to do? We, we should always have a spirit of humility walking before God, not ever thinking that we've arrived or that we've become, you know, we, that, we've, that we've reached the place where we no longer need repentance so that we no longer need to pray and read the word of God and no longer fast or be faithful to the house of God. And so I don't fault him for that. And he came and Jesus looked at him and, and after he, he had told him, you know, you've got to observe the commandments and his replies we read, he goes, I, I, I've, I've done all that, I've, but what else? What else is, am I lacking? And, and Jesus told him, take your possessions, those things that, that, that mean a lot to you and you go and sell them and I want you to distribute to the poor and I want you to take up your cross and, and follow me and this man he, he walked away he walked away grieved and after his conversation with the disciples they no doubt they sat there in confusion wondering well who in the world then can be saved Jesus said, listen up, listen up. I want you to know something. With men, it's impossible. But with me, all things are possible. Hallelujah. All things are possible. Amen. We serve a God that has the ability, amen, to step right in in the middle of situations of our life, things that we look at. In circumstances that we look at and say, man, I don't know, I don't, I don't understand how this is all going to work out. I don't even know if it's possible. But when we begin to call upon the name of Jesus as we sung, things change. Hallelujah. Amen. Mountains are removed. Hallelujah. Walls fall down. Chains are broken. Amen. Under the anointing of God. Hallelujah. Amen. We need the anointing of God. Amen. In our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need God's touch and his presence. And with God, all things, all things are possible. Amen. I've come tonight, amen, to encourage us. And I want God to add into our faith tonight. If you're walking in the midst of a valley tonight or you've, you've got situations in your life that you're looking at and, and, and all across this building tonight there's no doubt that we all have loved ones or individuals that we've been praying for that we want to see them saved there may be conditions within our own body sicknesses amen that we've been living with for a while that we want God amen to move and we want God to heal we want God to save but because we've been walking and living in these conditions for so long that many times we just give up and we think that they're impossible situations. And I've come tonight, amen, just to stir us one more time and to say, you know what? 
put your hope and your faith and your confidence in Jesus because your situation may look grim. But I'm here to tell you that there are individuals in this house tonight that can rise and testify that when there seemed to be no way, when their backs were against the wall, Jesus stepped in, amen, and he made a way where there was no way, amen, where it seemed like it was hopeless, where it seemed like it was desolate, amen, the Lord stepped in, amen, in the midst of confusion, in the midst, amen, of a dry desert, God stepped in, hallelujah. Can I get a witness in the house of the Lord tonight? If God's ever stepped in the midst of your situation, would you just lift up your hands and thank him? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David, in the book of Psalms, David said, I have been young, and now I'm old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. You know, it's amazing. I, 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 I've, been around, I've been around this church a while now. And uh, I think I was telling Bishop not too long ago, I said, you know, I can say that I'm old enough to have been raised on wooden pews. Although I wasn't born and raised in, in church, but amen, when I, came, when I came to the Lord on 36th and 0, we had wooden pews. So I've been around for a minute. I've been young, and now I'm old. I'm getting, getting old. I've got some gray hairs now. I'm not as young as I used to be. But one thing I can tell, I mean, if you're, if you, if, if you're just now coming to the house of God, I, I, I'm gonna, I just want to testify to you that I've been around for a minute, and I've, I've never seen Amen, the righteous forsaken. I've never seen, amen, the children of God forsaken. Hallelujah. But I have what I have witnessed and what I have seen. I've seen, I've seen the righteous go through struggles. I've seen the righteous, amen, be inflicted, amen, with sickness and, and disease in their body. But I've always witnessed a merciful God that has helped them walk, amen, through the midst of the storm. I've always witnessed, amen, the hand of God reach forth, amen, and provide a way where there seemeth no way. Amen, I've seen God heal those that have been sick in their bodies. I've heard testimonies of people that, saints of God, that when they had no money, when they didn't know where their next meal was going to come from, somebody came knocking on the door with a bag of groceries. Tell me our God ain't bad. Tell me you don't serve the greatest God. Hallelujah. Amen. How good is your God? How great is your God? Amen. He is great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. His name, hallelujah, is great. Amen, it deserves the highest praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah to the name of Jesus. We serve a great God. We serve a great God. Hallelujah. In situations, hallelujah, that seem impossible with man. Oh, I've come to tell you tonight, that with God, all things, all things, amen, 
are possible. You know, we, we have been, and for a good while now, we have been, amen, in the, in the vein of revival. We've seen, we've seen individuals come to the house of God broken. And we've seen God fill with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We've watched individuals go down in the wonderful name of Jesus. And we're going we're gonna to see another couple here in a few days. Amen. Buried in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. God is calling and drawing from every corner of this city. Do you believe that? God is drawing. He's drawing the broken. He's drawing the weary. Those that have put their confidence, amen, in this world and in humanity. And they failed them. They've turned to addiction and addiction failed them. They put their confidence in riches and riches have failed them. And the Spirit of God is drawing. The Spirit of God is pulling. Amen. And we're going to see, we're, we're going to see individuals come into the house of God. Hallelujah. That don't look like us. We've already seen them. Scars on their bodies, broken. Amen. Affected by the world. Hallelujah. And there's going to be some situations that we're going to look at. And we're going to think, man, it's impossible. But we need to rechange the way we think. Amen. There needs to be a renewing of our mind. Hallelujah. Through the Holy Ghost. Amen. With man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. We look at, hey man, you, you look at the pews tonight, hey man, in open areas. Hey man, we look at and we say, is it possible that God can fill this sanctuary? Is it possible? I say yes. It's, it's possible. It's possible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It is the will of God, amen, that it's not the will of God that any should perish. Amen. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to us who are not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Do you remember the day that you found an altar of repentance in your life? Church, we can't, we can't, we can't ever get to the place where we're so far removed from when we first found our Lord and Savior. We can't ever get to the place where we're so far removed from the chains, amen, that we were loosed from that we don't have a burden to reach a lost world, amen, that was in the same chains of bondage, amen, that's fighting the same addictions that we once were bound by. But we need to have, amen, we need to have a mentality that with God all things, all things are possible. In this house tonight, there are situations Conditions that you're dealing with. 
that seem hopeless. And I've come again to tell you that to put your trust in Jesus, find a place of consecration, find a place of prayer. I just wonder sometimes that those things that we want, we want God to step in and move. But there's such a lacking on our part. We want God to save our babies. But we casually bring it to the Lord. We want God, amen, to move on our coworkers. We want God to pour a revival. But what we bring to God is the lack of consecration that worries me. It worries me even in my own walk. And when I think about my family, I have to question my own self and say, you know what? When's the last time you, you really have really, really fasted and prayed for your family? When's the last time you really, really, truly consecrated, amen, and took your petitions before the God that you know has the ability, amen, to remove, amen, those barriers and those chains but we just, we, we just so casually come to God. And we bring it to God on a Sunday night, on a Tuesday night. But the rest of the week, it's out of sight, it's out of mind. If we really want to see, amen, God move in another realm, amen, it's going to be our, through our individual consecration. And it's going to take, amen, sacrifice upon our part, amen, to see God move in a great and mighty way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. In the book of John, chapter number five, there was a man who had an infirmity for 38 years. For 38 years, he sat. Well, I don't know that he sat there, but he, was, he had an infirmity for 38 years. And we know that he was at the pool of Bethesda when Jesus came and spoke to him. And he was waiting for the troubling of the waters so that, this, so that he could receive his healing. And I don't know how long he was there, but Jesus approaches him and begins to have a conversation with him. And I've, I've exhorted from this, this passage Many, many times, and, and uh, I know you, you've heard this before, but th this impotent man, when he answered, he answered the Lord in verse number 7, John chapter 5, in verse number 7. The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man, no man, when the water is troubled, to put me into the pool. But when I am coming... Another step it down before me. In my opening text tonight, what did Jesus tell his disciples? With man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. This man said, I don't have, I have no man to put me in. But Jesus, 
was there on the scene. In spite of, in spite of his, his pushback and his excuses why he wasn't healed. And later, when you read this story, later on, Jesus finds him. He finds him in the temple. And he tells him, he says, he tells him not to sin anymore, lest a worse thing come upon him. And, and so I don't know that this infirmity that he had, Bishop, I don't know if this was something that came upon him through, through sin, if this was something that was self-inflicted, if this was the judgment of God. But the mercy, I do know this, that the mercies of God were there. The mercies of God showed up for this man. Amen. And what man could not do, what man cannot do, man doesn't have the ability, amen, to give you peace, but Jesus does. Man doesn't have the ability to take away your sins, but the blood of Jesus, amen, has the ability, amen, to purge your conscience, amen, and to wash away and to remit every sin, amen, that you've ever committed. Now, we look at sin and we, we, we measure sin. But God looks at everything the same, I think. Because when you read about those that shall not inherit the kingdom of God, the liar is right next to the drunkard. So, church, we, we, we got to be careful that we don't walk around with our nose so high. Remember where you came from. Remember where God delivered you from. Amen. Remember the sin that you were in. Hallelujah. When you were face down in an altar. Amen. Asking God for forgiveness and for his mercy. And when Jesus stepped in and said, I forgive you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. With God, somebody say, with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. Would you lift up your hands and magnify God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, hallelujah, Jesus. Situations, Lord, that are here tonight. This seem impossible, Lord. We know tonight, God, that with you, all things are possible. All things are possible. Hallelujah. If, you, if, if, if you've ever felt a calling of God on your life, let me just speak to somebody, amen. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but if you've ever felt a call of God on your life to do something in the kingdom of God, and you have not yet to do it. Because you're looking at your past failures. Would you just get over it? I don't know how else to say it. Get over it. 
if you put it underneath the blood, amen, God can anoint you, amen, to do great things, amen, in the kingdom of God. If it's underneath the blood, you've got to get over it, get past it, and let God use you in the house of God. Hallelujah. With God, with God, all things are possible. You gotta stop letting your past failures be an excuse, amen, for doing something great in the kingdom of God. I was reading last night about, or this morning actually, about David. Dave, Dave, you know, we talk about David, and David, David was definitely a man after God's own heart, it's scripture. But when you look at the life of David, David's life after, after the, the, his fall with Bathsheba, and after Nathan visits him and the judgment of God comes upon his house, David had a messed up family, Bishop. But it didn't stop him from worshiping. He didn't stop him from putting his trust in God. Hallelujah. When he was on his face because the judgment of God came upon his house and that child that had been born from Bathsheba was sick. He was fasting for seven days. And his servants would come in. Come on, David. Eat something, man. Talk to us. What's going on? And he wouldn't even respond to them. He was praying for the mercies of God. He was praying, God, save this baby. We know if you've read the scripture, you know that God didn't, God didn't save that child. David's laying there he hears his servants talking and he perceives that the child had passed they didn't want to talk to him he said man you go tell him you seen the way he's if he's responding like this I mean what, what is he going to say when, when we tell him the baby's dead You know what, David, David, David didn't lash out at his servants. You know what David did? He got up. He washed himself. He changed his clothes. He anointed himself. And he ate. And, and, and they, they couldn't understand. David, well, we don't, I don't understand this, David. When your child was sick, you were fasting, you were weeping. And now he's, he was, that was when he was alive and now he's dead and now you're like everything's all right. Like, hey, we're, give me a sandwich. Somebody give me some chips and some Kool-Aid. I'm hungry. Some chips and salsa, yeah. David, he was Mexican. So, but you know what, David? 
David understood that I can't stay in this condition. I've got to get up and I've got to keep moving forward because God's merciful. His judgments are right and pure and true. Amen. I can't stay in this condition. I've got to get past my failures. So I say to us tonight, get over it. We've got to get past it. If you can't do that on your own, we have a God. We have a God that has given to us the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And through his spirit, amen, hallelujah. Through his spirit, there is healing. Through his spirit, hallelujah. Amen. We can, we can move forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Musicians, if you'll come, Brother McAllister. Oh. Can you just imagine in your mind's eye right now how many failures collectively that are represented in this house tonight? That God has purged with his precious blood. When I think about my failures, and I think about the mercies of God, I cannot help but to come to the house of God and to worship Him to praise him and to love him hallelujah for his tender mercies and when I look at the lives of of all of you beautiful saints and sinners that come and I see the repentance and the weeping causes me once again to lift up my hands and to worship amen the one true living God because just as David I recognize that we're not all perfect and that we don't have it all together but with his precious blood and with God's help, I can move forward and be victorious in the kingdom of God. And when sickness comes and attacks our body, through the testimonies that I read in this word, I read about Lazarus being raised from the dead. And I read about 
the woman with the issue of blood. And I read about the man that for 38 years dealt with an infirmity. And when I read about the lame man that sat at the gate beautiful, that was healed by Peter and John. And when I hear of testimonies about the saints of God that had cancer and God healed them, that had tumors and God came and dissolved them, amen, that had sicknesses that the Lord healed, it gives me hope to know that with man it's impossible, but with God all things are possible. We stand to our feet tonight. <laughs> I remember as a young man walking in to the church on 36th and 0. having those chains of bondage. And after receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the peace and the joy that I felt that day, I will never, ever forget. Because I tried, I tried, I tried. I tried the things of the world, but they, they, they were never able to satisfy my soul. But what drugs could not do, what alcohol could not do, as a young man, Jesus did. I never felt the love of God like I felt when I received the Holy Ghost. And if you need the Holy Ghost tonight, or if you need a renewing, a renewing of the Holy Ghost, I open up these altars tonight. Come, come, and let God renew you in the Holy Ghost. Let God pour out the Holy Ghost tonight in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you've got situations that seem impossible, we can bring them to an altar tonight and watch God work. Watch God work. Nothing is impossible for you. Nothing is impossible. Nothing. 